0: The Devil's Advocates Radio Show is broadcast under a time brokerage agreement between Devil Radio and Civic Media Inc. Some portions of this program may be pre-recorded. Now live from the Civic Media Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce
1: myself.
0: And now, here's your hosts, Dom and Crute. Welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, Monday edition, Dom, the 51st. Anniversary of Roe v. Wade, and we welcome the vice president to waukesha So we're in the Shaw, baby. W A U K 540
2: AM 101.1 Kakaw, the Shaw. <laughs> crudy. Well done today. Go on doing the hard work. Nate cutting up some sound. Thank you, sir. Of course, for our audience. Happy, happy Monday to us all. Well done, crudy. On the road, man, doing it how we do it. You know, I'm I'm a
0: little I'm a little depressed to tell you there is more breaking news. Another presidential visit to the state of Wisconsin. President Joe Biden come to Superior on Thursday. That's exciting. Why are you depressed?
2: Because it's so far oh, away. That's a long way <laughs> away, man.
0: You know, when it's a presidential level visit to my state, our state. Got to go, don't you? Uh, I mean, um, yes, you should absolutely go, Curdy. Well, as I covered the vice president today, wouldn't it be your turn? <laughs> Damn
2: it. Ah, uh, I, I, I'll have to check the schedule.
0: No promises on Thursday. <laughs> but today, we've got inside the room, exclusive in some cases, coverage of what happened today. And the vice president was in Big Bend, Wisconsin. And uh, Gwen Moore, our friend. Oh, yeah. Called it, you know, welcome to the Milky Way. That was her joke. The Milky Way. Uh, there was also a secretary that was there on behalf of kamala harris that said well you know welcome to wisconsin they tell me this is warm
2: relative to what it's been yeah it's almost glorious outside right now
0: uh so the vp was here today dom and it brought out all the Democratic political stars, including yours, truly. I was there. <laughs> yeah,
2: they let you in the room? They did. All right. All I wasn't right. expected. I was on the list. All right. Unlike the Trump campaign efforts, uh, unable to get in the room with Trump or was I stabbing McStaberson, but uh, you pulled it through with the, the uh, VP visit.
0: Yes. Kamala Harris and her fine team allowed me, credentialed me for the big event in Big Bend. And uh, the political stars. Here's what I mean. We had. U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin,
2: does she have an opponent yet? Ah, uh, not threatened not opponents. A, there's no Republican announced opponent yet.
0: Ah, uh, she was very
2: good, and she
0: seems quite unbeatable next year. I'm just throwing it out there, Dom, over and over again until <laughs> yeah. you prove me wrong. She is the unbeatable Tammy Baldwin. Yeah. We saw, of course, our friend Representative Gwynn Moore, and it was a pretty big warehouse type venue, and you know they created. A space with curtains and then they subdivide the space with other dividers you know fencing and such sure. so some people can sit that's the the people that need to sit section and then there's the rest that mostly have to stand and you know they create some press areas
2: some risers for the press well the risers offer. were
0: aligned for the vice president you want a good visual view of what the vice president has to say today but I took the side risers because no one was on them and I'm like oh I can sit down right on the front, you know, so I scoop my ass right on the front and I'm sitting there and, uh, realize I've sort of semi-obstructed the, the passageway, you know, people are (laughs) squeezing between there and the, the populace section, the press and the populace. And so anyways, I sat there crisscross applesauce as often as need be, but otherwise had my knees over and, you know, allowed me close vantage point of. All the big Democratic stars in the state of Wisconsin, perhaps excepting Governor Tony Evers, who I understand was in the building, but did not sit with the other dignitaries. Mm. And who do I mean? Tammy Baldwin. Well, she also had to leave early, but she did give a speech. One more. She was in the front row. Uh, the lieutenant governor, Sarah Rodriguez, who my understanding is, is a nurse in her day job or used to be. Yeah. Now she's the lieutenant governor. I saw our friend Sarah Godlewski. She was there wearing pink today. Saw Chevy Johnson, the mayor of uh, of Milwaukee. Saw David Crowley, my kind of county executive, (laughs) the county executive from Milwaukee. He's the one guy I hugged it out with today, David Crowley. And the attorney general, Josh Call. He passed along a message. I'll be indicting everyone soon.
2: <laughs> okay, good to know. Good
0: no, to know.
1: Didn't oh, really oh, say come that. On, man. No, no. I, I, I jest. That's uh, not what
0: the attorney general I, I told would me.
2: assume that's what you inferred that he said. It was the look he gave me. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I
0: squeezed his hand and just held on for a moment too long. And, you know, and just gave me that knowing look like <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. indictments <laughs> raining down on everyone.
0: Uh, so nice to see the attorney general. And I saw a few other friends, labor friends, Andy Buck oh yeah you remember i do yeah painters and glazers saw big tom tom bennett from the Teamster. oh yeah i love tom and uh robert hansen from gwen's campaign he used to be a close friend not that he's not now but you know now he's kind of in the in the circus we're we're looking at these circus members and it was funny because one fine young journalist sitting down for me said who who is the blonde that you you shook her hand who is that I said, oh, that's our Secretary of State, Sarah Godlewski. And she ran for the U.S. Senate, former treasurer of the state of Wisconsin. I said, you know, I perceive myself to be something of a lefty talk radio host. I'm not speaking for the network now. <laughs>
2: right, okay. But I'm talking for me.
0: For for, 30, years, for 30, right, right. I said, these are my people. And, of course, the vice president, the biggest star of all them. And, you know, she is a powerful woman and that crowd that crowd was very diverse and that crowd was almost entirely female yeah uh, young and old of all colors it's almost like this is a very important
2: topic this 51st anniversary of roe v wade
0: well the dobbs ruling made the 51st anniversary less important in that of course here in 1849 land where the abortion ban May or may not be under effect. You know, we're we're working under patchwork court rulings right now, whether or not women have reproductive abortion rights care in the state of Wisconsin. And it's certainly not all access. You got what, maybe three counties serviced? Yeah. I forget which speaker said. What about the other 69 counties? What service do they have? What access to well, you know, Ron Johnson jump on the car and you know, go somewhere else. Well, Dom, um, yeah. Ron Johnson put out a statement today as well. He's out there on behalf of the West GOP, talking trash to the vice president. She shouldn't be here. She should be on the southern border. Mm. That was Ron's message, of course. Mm, of course. And all women should be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. In Ron's world. Let's not forget, he is part of the Republican. He's part of the problem in this regard,
2: huh? <laughs> You think? I do think. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he, I didn't see or hear any comments that the senator had to say, other than or perhaps the VP should be on the southern border. Did he address Dobbs or Roe v. Wade in his infinite wisdom? Uh, uh, his only statement I've heard is
0: in regards to this ridiculous 14-week abortion ban. That has a referendum kicker. That the Republicans rolled out on Friday, you know, late in the day
2: and today. Had a hearing today. are having a hearing. Man, it's amazing how fast government can actually work or move if it wants to. When you're trying to counter
0: program the vice president coming to town and her rationale for being here. Of course, the 51st anniversary of Roe v. Wade and the launch of a national reproductive freedom tour that the vice president's taken all across the country. So she's here to launch in the great state of Wisconsin, because I don't know if you noticed, this
2: is the most important electoral state in the nation, probably. Probably. Hell yeah, it is. That's why President Joe Biden coming to Wisconsin on Thursday. And he was just here. (laughs) And the vice president's here on Tuesday, uh, Monday, I guess it's Monday still.
0: And Joe Biden coming on Thursday to Superior. That's. Over a five-hour drive from my house, <laughs> so I'm glad I saw the vice president today. Um, first and foremost, while there's a little bit of time, we've got Tammy Baldwin, do we not? I don't see her on the list. Oh no, did we? Well, you know she's on the Facebook. We could play her, but anyways, I won't do that to you. Uh, let's play Gwen Moore, who I know is on the list. Uh, she welcomed Harris to Big Ben. Play cut twenty-two for a stand.
3: I am so
1: grateful to the vice president for coming to the Milky Way area to make sure that she
0: encourages all of us to continue to fight. The fight is not over, y'all.
2: Oh, no, the fight is certainly not over. You know, Gwen Moore told
0: her personal story and she went beyond a minute. She said, normally they give you like a minute for this. I'm going to take a little longer.
2: You can't, you can't keep baby in a corner. Gwen's going to talk. The incomparable Gwen she's, Moore. She has a lot to say.
0: Well, she started by talking about the fact, A, she's a mother. I believe, I forget how many children, three or four. She's like, I'm a mother of three. I'm a grandmother of three women. And I am a great grandmother of three little girls. He said, I know a little something about this topic. Gwen Moore also went on to describe her own abortion. Pre Roe v. Wade, when uh, I believe I believe it was pre Roe v. Wade, and I don't mean to get the timeline wrong, but what Gwen Moore said is abortion was not legal in my state then, which I presume to mean pre Roe v. Wade, and she had to fly out to New York, and she described this experience, this rich white lady network that that helped her gain access to safe abortive care in New York. Where she had to fly out to. Wow! And she basically said, "Is this is this what we've returned to? Because with the abortion ban, with with the lack of clarity, we don't have coverage for all Wisconsin women. You know, it's 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 it is a step backwards, and that <laughs> is why the vice president was here, and that is why she is launching a national reproductive freedom tour. This is." The song they played for the vp when she got elected uh down we've got a fine guest coming up later in this show dr kristen Lyerly. she's an OBGYN from wisconsin who will join us from hibbing minnesota why why is she not here well because she has to take her job on the road if she wants to remain gainfully employed and again serve patients she has found it's necessary to leave
2: the state of Wisconsin. She's a Green Bay area hey, this is progress, according to the Republicans. I mean, Gwen had to go to New York. No, you can just go to Minnesota. See? It's not as bad as it was.
0: Well, you don't have to go to Minnesota. Dr. Kristen Lyerly will join us in the Happier Happier. We'll have more coverage of the BP in Big Ben, Wisconsin. Live from the Shaw, Crudy and Dom. Cuckoo, cachoo. That wasn't it.
2: The Devil's Advocates, radio for nasty women everywhere. And we are back from the 420 break. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Happy Monday to us all. Got lots of sound to bring to you from the vice president. Her visit uh, in Waukesha, I'm sorry, in Big Bend, Wisconsin. Today, you can always join us on the phones, 844-967-2789.
0: That is Waukesha County, so you're technically close. Great time. Also, I want to point out Ron DeSantis did not punch his ticket out of <laughs> Iowa. I'm taking credit for a correct call on that one as well.
2: Put Crudy down for. He got no he, punching. He ticket went out of Iowa. One race further than Scott Walker and spent all that money. Man. I mean, congratulations, Scott Walker. No longer the worst cam- presidential campaign in history. It's now DeSantis who yeah. has endorsed Donald Trump.
0: Dom, let's come back and savor that one a little bit later in the show. The parallels to Wanker, (laughs) numerous. Uh, But the vice president was in Big Bend, Wisconsin. That's Waukesha County, if you didn't know, Dom. And let's take some clips of her speech. I was there probably about 30, 40 feet from the vice president. Take the side risers. No one wants to sit by me. Uh, Kamala Harris, the vice president. Freedom. Cut one.
1: Freedom. I believe is fundamental to the promise of America. Freedom of speech, freedom of worship, freedom of assembly, the freedom to vote. In America, freedom is not to be given. It is not to be bestowed. It is ours by right, (laughs) by right. And that includes the freedom to make decisions about one's own body, not the government telling you what to do. Now, you think
2: Republicans would really be attracted to that kind of language? They're all about the freedom. They're all about keeping the government, quote unquote, out of your business. That's what they claim to be, small government Republicans, right? Until the abortion issue comes up or legalizing
0: marijuana or, <laughs> or, or even or, healthcare or. in the expansion of Medicaid. Cause you know, Obama, uh, let's keep going more from the vice president in Big Ben, Wisconsin. You don't have to abandon your faith. Cut two.
1: And let us all agree. One does not have to abandon their faith or deeply held beliefs to agree the government should not be telling her what to do with her body. If she chooses, she will consult her pastor, her priest, her rabbi, her imam, but not the government telling her what to do.
0: I love the VP today. Did I mention she's a very powerful woman and a very powerful speaker? And I think this crowd that was overwhelmingly female Ah, they were loving some VP. Let's keep going. Healthcare, cut three.
1: We know that the majority of women who have abortions are mothers. If they live in a state with an abortion ban and they need to travel to receive care, God help her if she does not have paid leave or affordable childcare. God help them if they don't have the savings to buy a bus a train or a plane ticket, or to book a hotel room. And while these extremists say they are motivated by the health and well-being of women and children, in reality, they ignore the crisis of maternal mortality. The top 10 states with the highest rates of maternal mortality all have abortion bans.
2: Mm.
0: More from the vice president. Are we at... Four down, yes. we up to four. Let's keep going, please. Cut number four, Vice President Harris.
1: And let us be clear about what they're up to. These extremists want to roll back the clock to a time here. before women were treated as full citizens, Wisconsin to the 1800s. Just look at what happened here in this beautiful state of Wisconsin. After Roe was dismantled, Extremists evoked a law from 1849 to stop abortion in this state, 1849. Before women could vote, before women could hold elected office, before many women could even own property in a state whose motto is forward. These extremists are trying to take us backwards. But we're not having that.
2: Or as some of those extremists, as the VP describes, perhaps they would have called them the good old days.
0: More from Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, cut number five, please.
1: Thankfully, late last year, a judge declared that this 1849 law did not apply to abortion, and some clinics in Wisconsin have since reopened. But that does not undo, that does not undo or heal the incredible pain that women like Megan have endured.
0: And women are suffering, according to the vice president, keep it going,
2: Kamala Harris, Cut five. Uh, six, sorry, six, six, six.
1: Today, an untold number of women are silently suffering. Women who are being subjected to profound judgment. Women who are being made to feel as though they did something wrong. As though they should be embarrassed. Being made to feel as though they are alone. And to those women, I say, we see you. And we are listening, and we see your incredible strength, and we are here with
0: you. And the question I have, who does the vice president hold responsible? Name names, Kabbalah, cut seven.
1: And so as we face this crisis, as we are clear-eyed about the harm, let us also understand who is responsible. Shall we?
2: <laughs> yes, please.
1: The former president oh, handpicked three Supreme Court justices because he intended for them to overturn Roe. He intended for them to take your freedoms. And it is a decision he brags about. Yes,
2: he does. Yes. Yes, he does. recently his last week. You know who said that? You know whose
0: voice you hear there?
4: That's Gwen, Gwen Moore. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sitting in the front row. You can uh-huh. hear her on the microphone. <laughs> that picks up. Uh, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Amy Coney Barrett. Those are the three, of course, that Trump put on the court. And they're the ones, along with Alito and Roberts, that overturned Roe v. Wade. Fifty-one years ago today, Roe v. Wade became wow. the law of the land. And today, the vice president started the reproductive freedom tour in Big Bend, Wisconsin, Waukesha County, because it ain't the truth here anymore. 1849 ban stayed by one Dane County judge until some other court rules. Reproductive freedoms, abortion, very limited in the state. We'll talk to Dr. Uh, Dr. Doctor Kristen Lyerly. Yeah, it must be a Monday. My mouth. <laughs>
4: Get going. Sure man.
0: seems to think so. Come back with us. Your phone calls could be next, and a little more from the vice president as well. Did the homework. Left the studio. I'll show you what that's like, then. Just probably not on Thursday, <laughs> All right. when the uh, president is in Superior, Wisconsin. More Devils advocates live from the Shaw. Kakaw the Shaw. That's what I meant to say.
2: Kukachu. <laughs> The Devils Advocates, because
0: freedom. Welcome back to the Devils Advocates Radio Show, a Monday edition live from WAUK 540 AM Studios, 217 Wisconsin Avenue, right here in downtown Waukesha. I was in the county in Big Bend because the vice president's here launching a national Reproductive freedom campaign. She was joined there by Tammy Baldwin, Gwen Moore, Sarah Rodriguez, the mayor, Chevy Johnson, Mayor of Milwaukee, the county executive, David Crowley, Attorney General Josh Call, Sarah godlewski Crudy, but where was Dom? No Dom.
2: No Dom. No Dom. Had some business to attend to. I'll let you off this time. All right, thanks, man.
0: Uh, before we get back to, and we've got a little more sound of the vice president. If you'd like to react to her visit or the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Today is the 51st anniversary thereof. Again, we got a fine guest later. Dr. Kristen Lyerly joins us. She is an OBGYN from Wisconsin, currently practicing in Minnesota. Got to say it like the locals, Minnesota. Minnesota. So one thing I should take note of, protests. Protest on the
2: way in. And different protests on the way out. Oh, different, like, people protesting different things. What, yes. what were they protesting? On the way in, um, Yeah. Palestine.
0: Ah, yeah. You know how I love me the Palestinian traffic blocking protest when I've got a time and a place to be. Yes. So I'm certainly sympathetic. You know, I'm not Netanyahu over here. There could be a two-state solution as far as I'm concerned, but not today. Not between ten and ten thirty, when last call for media to enter this <laughs> this Kamala Harris event was ten thirty a.m.
2: Okay, and how, how many? How how were they protesting? Were they blocking the roads again? What was ish, the circumstance? Ish. Ish, ish, It was my strong impression that they had the roads
0: backed up for miles. What I didn't realize at that time is that was the Secret Service popping trunks and hoods mm. and having bomb sniffing dogs. Check every single vehicle that entered the parking lot in Big Ben. So it's not as effective as it looked. You
2: know, if you're watching, you're like,
0: man, these guys got the <laughs>
2: right. But I was.
0: shot, County shut down by regular
2: just security. No, well, it's a lot of security. I mean, that's very intrusive. But how was it for you? No problems in and out. So I was a little. I was going to be
0: a little friendlier to the people on the way back. You know, we give them a little honk and a little wave or something. In light of the fact, you know. I, I, they don't know, but in my mind, I was much less polite on the way in, but I was going to give them a, a honk and a wave. And yeah. I look over and different protesters, same area, same area, okay. same quarter, one block away from the entry point that the vice president presumably went in just like I did. Cause it's, it's a bottleneck. There's yeah. only one way in. And, uh, now the sign said, abortion Mm. is not reproductive care they were anti-abortion protesters of course on the 51st anniversary of roe v wade i believe the quote-unquote march for life occurs today as well still having it i wonder if it'd be as well attended uh today as in prior years or you know if perhaps the roe v wade the dobbs decision they won right the enthusiasm yeah
2: right well, they should
0: be, you know. Uh, how,
2: numerically, uh, if, you, if you saw the group of, uh, of of Palestinian, pro-Palestinian protesters versus the anti-abortion protesters.
0: Uh, no more than 15 to 20 in either in each. circumstance. Okay, okay. 15 or 20. So um, not, not much. Yes. I was a little concerned about the crowd when I got there because I was late. They let me in, you know, because I'm super cool. But they let me in late. You know what that's like. <laughs> Later than the last call for entry, and they still let me in. But, effectively, they were still letting the crowd in for another two hours. Right, right. The vice president didn't speak till 1245. She was scheduled at 1215. I was supposed to be in the room by 1030. Didn't quite make it for that.
2: 1245 on a 1215? I mean, what is she, Axel
0: Rose? She's taken after a former vice president. (laughs) Biden was notoriously late to the
2: scene. In He was outside hanging out. Uh UW Lacrosse, we saw him years ago. We did. It's like, we man, did. aren't you supposed to be inside? Man, I'll get there. We were at a bar <laughs>
0: drinking, and 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 I think so was Joe. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, Kamala Harris had protesters on the way in, different protesters on the way out. The crowd, almost entirely women, and it was a warm and welcoming crowd. And you know, they gave her rapt attention, they gave her a warm welcome she did have one protester in the crowd someone that was i got to be honest i suspect it was a palestinian protester uh they kept chanting nvp nvp the crowd chanted and unfortunately i couldn't hear what the actual protest was about i assumed it was palestine in deference to the fact they already had the outside protest All right but nvp were the chants from the crowd and a little bit more from the vice president I think we're up to cut number eight now. Let's knock them out while there's time. Vice President Kamala Harris in Big Bend, Wisconsin. Uh, The topic, abortion, abortive rights. And today, of course, the 51st anniversary of Roe v. Wade. Play cut eight, please, Nate.
1: And the extremists are not done. This afternoon in the Wisconsin legislature, extremists will hold a hearing on a new bill that would ban abortion in this state with no exception for rape and incest. And in the United States Congress, extremists are trying to pass a national abortion ban to outlaw abortion in every single state. But what they need to know is that if Congress passes a national abortion ban, President Joe Biden will veto it.
0: course that presumes he wins re-election should trump win election and the same congress at least the hillside um uh, they'd be all down for a national abortion ban under speaker mega mike johnson would they not
2: are you kidding me mega mike he would absolutely love to do that
0: and if you got a 50 50 senate the vice president one must question who that is we don't know who trump's choice would be but they would have the tie-breaking vote. You could literally see that. We're not that far from no, for here. No, real,
2: yeah. I mean, I think that's it really drives home the point. This is a real issue right now. The possibilities of a national abortion ban under a Republican administration are real. Uh, and it's about time that Kamala Harris and, and this administration gets out there and starts beating this drum. I understand we just roll over the 2024. It is officially on. Uh, but uh, it's on like donkey car. Uh, uh, I, I like some Kamala Harris. I wish she'd been around a little bit more, but we got her now. Let's get some more Kamala Harris. Uh, we are working cut number nine, please. Nate.
1: Joe Biden and I are fighting in court to protect women's access to medication and emergency care. We strengthened the patient privacy protection so that medical records stay between a woman and her doctor. And we are protecting the right of women to travel for abortion care. But the bottom line is, to truly protect reproductive freedoms, we must restore the protections of Roe. Because, you see, what the United States Supreme Court took, Congress can put back in place.
0: And that would take a few seats going the other way <laughs> right. And a re-elected Joe Biden, and of course, by extension, Vice President Kamala Harris, couple more from her, Dom. We're winning. Doesn't feel like winning yet, but, you know, we'll see how November looks. We are winning. Cut 10, please.
1: Since Roe was overturned, every time reproductive freedom has been on the ballot, the people of America have voted for freedom. From Kansas to California to Kentucky, in Michigan, Montana, Vermont, and Ohio... The people of America have voted for freedom, and not by a little, by overwhelming margins.
2: Uh, great reason to, you know, work this angle, quote unquote. And again, I hate to sound like too overtly political about it, but the Republicans have lost on this issue over and over and over again, even with other Republicans. And I, I find it. We certainly
0: saw that in the Wisconsin Supreme Court race April of yeah. 2023 when Protasewitz beat Dan Kelly by what 11, and of course, the anti abortion extremist Tim Michaels got his ass handed to him by Tony Evers.
2: And those that Republicans that would say, Well, you know, we need to have this on a state by state basis, well, then how do you explain a, a national ban, right? And you, I mean, it's just it. It, it give them an inch, they take a mile. They they want no abortion, period. They don't give a damn about what the women think. And, of course, I think the, Repub- uh, the Republicans, uh, the Democrats, certainly do. And BP Harris explains this is not a partisan issue. Uh, we'll see. Cut number 11, please.
1: Proving also this is not a partisan issue. Tens of millions of Americans in red states and blue including here in wisconsin marched to the polls in defense of fundamental freedoms so i say the voice of the people has been heard and it will be heard
0: i'm gonna put her down for a mostly true (laughs) no doubt you remember kansas kansas was one of the first
2: referendums
0: and it was a blow on kansas we saw referendums in Ohio. We've seen referendums.
2: And what do we, what do we see? Republicans those are red states. And what do the Republicans try to do with, for instance, like in Ohio? They try to change first they the first, rules of the game. Well, of course they I do because they cannot win under the current rules. Hey, Why what what what? I mean, how is this even acceptable? Why what? Come on. People don't It'd be uh, like
0: Bills fans or Packer fans <laughs> wanting to widen the gold post suddenly. <laughs>
2: Eight, four, four, nine, six, seven, two, seven, eight, nine. We have one more, Crudy. Is that, uh, what's going on? Well, this is
0: Crudy's video. Oh, okay. Separate from sound we pulled of the vice president. I'm not even sure exactly, but this seemed like a good bite at the time as I was recording it. So let's see if this is something different. Cut 12, please. Crudy at the Kamala Harris rally in Big Bend, Wisconsin.
1: So today is the 51st anniversary of Roe v Wade. The Supreme Court took a fundamental right from the people of America, from the women of America, a right to make decisions about their own bodies. And here's the deal, after the court took away the protections of Roe, extremists around our country proposed and passed laws that would punish women, that would criminalize doctors. There are laws on the books now that provide for prison for life for doctors who provide the kind of health care that people need. And so let's understand what's happening. Let's see what's happening in terms of these extremists who are passing laws that make no exception even for rape or incest. Let's fight to put back into law the protections that Roe gave us.
0: And I believe she left the stage effectively by saying, and when we fight, we win. And then she marched off the stage and she went straight. gwen moore in the front row oh nice gwen got the first handshake from the vice president and then down the row and it was david crowley and chevy johnson and uh sarah katlewski and and um
2: rodriguez
0: yes i want to remember if she was sitting there she's a diminutive person like yourself oh come
2: on man (laughs) i you know because everybody
0: she is big of heart and she gave a nice introductory speech Again, she is a healthcare care professional. Yeah. Talking about Sarah Rodriguez, Tony Evers' lieutenant governor outside her professional life. I just can't visually in my mind remember where she was sitting because
2: she was obscured by the standards. Do, do you think this reproductive freedom tour is going to be successful? I mean, I know you, you've been saying this is all about Roe v. Wade and this is another election. Here we are. We're still dealing with the repercussions of Dobbs. Uh, obviously, Kamala's out there doing this right now. Do you think it's going to be well-received across the country? And how do you think the Republicans' effort to, you know, block it, to come out with their own, hey, we got a, We got our own plan over here. Look at us, look at us. Do you think that's going to be effective in any way?
0: The only one that likes the Republican plan is Ron Johnson. And anything he's for, women are against. You know that right from the get-go. And by the way, Ron will be on uh, the Earl Ingram show Friday at 9 a.m. Watch if you're or listen. You know if you're stronger gut but um kamala harris this is exactly what you. a start in wisconsin most important state in this cycle perhaps yes 51st anniversary of roe v wade come here turn the bright hot spotlight on Dobbs, on the overturning of roe v wade and do it in a very personal way in a very compelling fashion and do it in Have warm-up acts like Gwen Moore and Tammy Baldwin? I mean, that was a kick-ass event. Republicans cannot match that. Are they going to go the anti-abortion tour all across the nation? (laughs) Right.
2: We already got it.
0: Come back. More Devils. Your phone calls could be next. 844-967-2789. Diamond Crute, live in the Shaw.
2: American woman.
4: Yeah.
0: The Devil's Advocates, the fix for political
2: junkies everywhere.
1: Can't stay at home, can't stay at school.
2: Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. You can always join us on the lines. Give us your thoughts at 844-967-2789. This one dedicated to nasty women everywhere. Dom, uh, that was a
0: reference made before Kamala Harris, the vice president, spoke in Big Ben today. That was hillary's line was it not
2: the nasty women yeah and i I, because trump was the one that called her nasty and then she embraced it and we all embraced it
0: well i point out to you dom it is the most female-centric crowd i had probably ever been in or so
2: besides the women's march and that's where you
0: corrected me (laughs) we were at the women's march that was an incredible thing yeah uh certainly this was an overwhelmingly Female event today. And it was the 51st anniversary of Roe v. Wade. But you're right, the Women's March, you know, that was like a million plus women. That was crazy. And we were there bringing it back to our audience, just like we always do, Don. Although, Superior, no promises. <laughs> Joe Biden coming back to Wisconsin on Thursday. I think we get to DC Wisconsin. about as
2: fast as we can get to Superior, man. I'm just saying. I can get to DC and
0: back in, back to DC before I can get to Superior. 844 967 2789. Looks like Mark from the sack. you will be first. Welcome to the show. What do you got for us, Mark?
1: Yeah, Hello,
0: Mark.
4: Up, yeah, thanks for bringing up Spirit. I mean, I'm, I'm from just south of there originally. That uh, Great place Try to be. Try not to up. hold
0: I it mean, against I... you.
4: <laughs> yeah, Although and, I tease, uh...
0: I'm wearing a flannel today. I wore a flannel <laughs> to go see the vice president because they said casual attire. And I'm thinking that means a flannel. We're in Wisconsin.
4: <laughs> yeah, good, good for you, Crude. Um, that the uh, very female-centric crowd. I was at some 20 years ago, and I went to see the vagina monologues. And I think I was the only man in the audience on that particular show. That uh, yeah, and it, it's funny. The Republicans are reacting to this, saying, "Well, the Democrats got nothing else. They're underwater and everything." And. Uh, I think it's funny with the economy being what it is up that it is. The employment is, is higher than it's probably ever been, nearly. And the uh, stock market is roaring, whether that is really a, a great thing or not. But um, all the, e- the economic indicators say the economy is doing fine. It's just the Republicans are saying it's doing bad. border would be doing better if the Republicans weren't taking out advertisements saying we have an open border. And uh, to switch to something I saw today, and I Texted you on it that I see the Republicans, their supporters on the insurrection, had sent out a, a uh, letter that got there late to the uh, Folger's uh, theater group that uh, apparently does sanctuary stuff. And apparently, they set out their plans that they're going to have a two and a 2.4 mile perimeter around the Capitol. You know when their little protest was going on. So it sounds like more and more evidence comes out just to just how treasonous and insurrectionist. That crowd was, and the Republicans still have not condemned it. Those that were condemning it st- are, are backing off on condemning what happened on January 6th, or, you know, three years ago now, or four years ago now, nearly.
2: Yeah, Mark, it's, it's hard to believe. Thanks for the call, man. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Republicans that were cowering in the chambers with their heads you know, between their legs, kissing their ass goodbye when the, what, the now hostages, quote unquote, were out there screaming to hang Mike Pence. Oh, no, now it's just fine. Now it's just fine. Of course, it's absolutely ridiculous and just goes to show you how far the GOP, that grand old party, has fallen. 844-967-2789.
0: Dom, I want to get to the other political big headline of the weekend. Ron DeSantis (laughs) Again, Crudy's putting this down in the win column for Crudy. Because I predicted Ron DeSantis would not punch his ticket out of Iowa, and he did not. <laughs> he did. Tomorrow is the primary in New Hampshire. Stay in one more day.
2: Why? Why? Why was you stop before the primary? You went this far. I you, mean, literally, given these interviews, saying, "Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm in." And I get it. You can never. He believe never
0: made it to New Hampshire anything. after
2: Iowa, and then he canceled all his his Sunday, you know, political talk shows canceled all his appearances both Newsmax and, <laughs> no, he was, and Foxy News <laughs> I believe there was more we got some sound do we have some sound we do have some sound oh the audience is like oh please your <laughs> god give us some <laughs> the dynamic hey here Ron DeSantis here's, here's your broccoli you.
0: this will remind you of Scott Walker in September of 2015 72 days in quitting the race well Winker didn't make it to Iowa so, DeSantis, do we give him credit? He had $150 million. He had more money, though,
2: right? DeSantis had more money.
0: Oh, well, he had more money than God, and he still ended up with a disappointing, barely second-place finish <laughs> that did not punch a ticket out of Iowa. Play it for the people. Get it started, Nate. Cut 14,
2: please.
3: If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, less whiny. I would do it but I can't ask our Uh, supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I I am today suspending my campaign.
2: Just be a little less you, and you probably would do better. Could you be more human? (laughs) DeSantis, cut 15.
3: awkward, taller, perhaps. Uh I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign.
2: Let's keep going. Cut 16.
3: It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack it.
2: Lawfare. Yeah, you know, those those grand juries, all those grand juries that were all, what, hardcore woke Democrats? I highly doubt that. DeSantis, these are his peers who decided there were charges. Uh, There was enough evidence to... Warrant charges. Let's keep going. Cut number 17, please.
3: Nobody worked harder and we left it all out on the field.
2: All that money. All that money left on the field. Why did you start the campaign, Ron? Cut 18.
3: We launched this campaign to bring accountability to government, regain sovereignty at our border, and restore sanity to our society.
2: Sanity? How could you possibly suggest that if you're going to endorse Trump? Cut 19.
3: He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackage formed of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley
2: represents. And finally, folks, we apologize. Cut number 20, DeSantis. I've
3: had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear.
2: I'm not sure that's clear. Uh, some of the video I've seen from the former president over the weekend seems to be slurring, mistaking Nikki Haley for Nancy Pelosi. You know, all the women, they look the same to him. He just tic-tacs up, right?
0: Scott Walker will be forever tied to the failure of Ron DeSantis and vice versa. How, how is that? Because- I'm reading... Every headline. <laughs> Ron DeSantis is not Scott Walker. That was last February of 2023. Yes, he is
2: Scott Walker.
0: Scott Walker offers DeSantis advice after a campaign. More devil's advocates. You're still a wanker. Both